I'm just going to go ahead and start the confessions now. I feel like crying, to be honest with you. There's an intercession on me. Father, we, just, we love you, Lord. Father, help us surrender more. We want to. Father, the world needs to see you working through us. The world needs to see the works of the Father once more in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Father, we don't help us, Lord. We just cry out for help. We want to humble ourselves more. We want to yield all the way to you, Lord. We want to present our bodies a living sacrifice to lay down our lives completely. We know that you said if we lose our life for your sake and the gospel, we'll find it. But, Lord, help us do that. Help us do it, Father. Father, we humble ourselves in your presence. We humble ourselves for you, to you, Lord. The world has to see you, Lord. The world has to see you through the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So just say with me, Father, I worship you. I glorify you. I praise you. You're not a man that you could lie. You have exalted your word above your name. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never pass away. Therefore, I say, your glory is present at the prayer center. The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. A minimum of a thousand people are born again at the prayer center every week. We have a minimum of 500 intercessors who are holding up the message that has come to maturity. We are able to get along with each other while the Father works revival in our midst. We have that kind of worship that takes us beyond the veil of the flesh in order that we may worship in spirit and in truth. We worship you, Father, out of our new nature. We give you family worship as your sons and daughters. Father, at the prayer center, those that come will see a people Transformed to the nature of Christ. Father, we say, in the name of Jesus, no person ever leaves the prayer center the same way they came. Every person that comes receives a touch from the Good Shepherd. Father, those that come who are beaten down, Discouraged, worn out, and tired. They won't leave that way. They'll be encouraged, strong, and mature. They'll leave standing upright, their shoulders squared, their heads held high, going forth as a mighty army to take this planet for your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Father, your glory fills every service. Every person that comes drinks of your glory. 
They'll leave as earthen vessels, filled with your glory, filled with your wisdom, filled with your love, filled with your grace, and anointed by your Spirit. They'll carry your presence with them. And they'll carry revival around this world. Father, we declare, we preach your gospel. We'll never settle for man's gospel. Only yours. It's the gospel that saves, the gospel that fills, and the gospel that heals. That's why we say, lost, be saved. Empty, be filled. Blind, see. Lame, walk. Deaf, hear. Maimed, be whole. Dead, rise again. In the name of Jesus. Father, that's your gospel. We'll settle for nothing less. We're going for the gold. We have what we say. And we say at every service. The lost are saved. People are filled with the Holy Ghost. The blind see. The lame walk. The deaf hear. The maimed are made whole. The dead are raised. In the name of Jesus. More than 12 legions of angels are loosed to prepare the way for revival. Angels are dispatched to the four corners of the earth, intercepting and stopping every mission and every assignment of the enemy that would bring circumstances against those who would come. Angels are changing those circumstances by rearranging them, causing money to come, and by changing schedules. We say every person that is to be here will be here in the name of Jesus. There is no devil big enough, no assignment crafty enough. No circumstances bad enough that will keep even one from being here. Father, we declare your house full. Angels are moving back the forces of darkness over this region. They're opening up a window, a window of light, 25 miles in every direction both horizontally and vertically. There is a fortress of angels surrounding us to keep back the darkness. Father, angels are dispatched now, softening the hearts where hurts have wounded, where calluses have formed, where walls of defenses have gone up. Angels are softening the hearts and creating atmospheres where the people can hear the voice of their shepherd. 
Angels are preparing their hearts now. So they're already receivers when they arrive. From the first word spoken, from the first song sung, from the first prayer prayed, to the end of every service, the people are free to receive from your spirit. The assignments of all devils against the prayer center, the people of the prayer center, and the leadership of the prayer center, all those assignments are dismissed in the name of Jesus. I declare those plans null and void. Devil, we're taking Tulsa from you. In fact, we already have. Jesus is Lord over Tulsa. Not you. We're an authority here. Not you. Devil, get out of Tulsa. <clears throat> Take all your demons with you. The King of Kings has made a decree. And I am speaking in his stead. The king has declared, this is the acceptable year of the Lord. The king has decreed, captives, you are free. Every person returns to his original inheritance. That is the born again trail. Father, you have restored our inheritance. And at the prayer center, the inheritance is not just known about. We don't just teach about it, but it's received, manifested, and seen. Father, you have restored our fellowship with you. The firstborn told us to pray. Father, your will be done on earth. Just as it is in heaven. As in heaven, so on earth. As in heaven, so in Tulsa. There are no lost people in heaven. Therefore we say, Tulsa is saved. There are no sick people in heaven. Therefore we say, Tulsa is healed. There are no demoniacs in heaven. Therefore we say, Tulsa is delivered. And there's no poor people in heaven. Therefore we say, Tulsa is prospered. And Tulsa is blessed. We declare every captive free. Every wheelchair emptied. All of them, no exceptions, every artificial help, wheelchairs, crutches, canes, hearing aids, glasses, stretchers, bladder bottles. They may need them when they come. They won't need them when they leave. And we'll have them here as trophies to the glory of Jesus, the healer. All manner of sickness 
and all manner of diseases are healed first time, every time, all of them, no exceptions. Jesus, you healed them all then. You healed them all now. That's what we say. That's what we have in the name of Jesus. Father, there are impartations of your Spirit. We declare these are the most powerful, the most anointed, the most life-changing, the most revival-producing services in history. Fresh anointings, fresh giftings, like never before since the book of Acts. Father, it's you doing the works. Therefore, all things are possible. So, my own soul, I command you, believe this, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. And every backslider will come back to God. They'll never leave God again. So now, Father, in preparation, I forgive every person their trespasses against me. Father, forgive me all of my trespasses against you. I am freshly washed in the blood of the Lamb in order that my record in heaven be perfect. Therefore I say, because of the blood, what Jesus did for me, according to my record in heaven, I have never failed God. I lay down my life that the life of Christ may be manifest in me. I take no offense. I give no offense. And according to my record in heaven, I never have. At the prayer center, the mind of Christ is delivered to both the sheep and the shepherds. It is delivered with such simplicity and with such clarity that the wayfaring fool could not misunderstand it. I don't know why. <laughs> this doesn't need to be moved, I don't think. I just saw in South Africa, though, since I mentioned about the smoking and how for so long, it's exactly what Alan was teaching. My natural brain could not receive the spiritual truth that I needed to present my body a living sacrifice. I'd hear Dave. I wouldn't argue with Dave. I know Dave loved me. Dave was telling me the truth. I'd read it in Scripture, but I just kept smoking anyway, you know. But I took that encounter with the Lord in New York when we were up there and told me, he said, there's places I want to send you. I just can't send you unless you deal with this because they just won't receive it. Well, the very first, the very next trip was to Africa, or at least, see, the first one was Poland. I guess the second one was to Africa. And when I got to South Africa, you know, different culture there. Now, Christians there, they have wine with just about every meal except breakfast, sometimes breakfast. <laughs> anyway, 
They don't get drunk or anything, but, you know, it's a lot more than what's normal here. But smoking, they absolutely don't believe you're saved if you smoke. You just never convince them. They wouldn't have listened to a thing. Listen, people got saved while I was there. People got baptized in the Holy Ghost while I was there. People got healed. It's things, and it's not me, it's the Lord doing it. But he couldn't have sent me if I had not have presented my body, even though it was fighting me. My body, are you kidding? I was, it was not pleasant. <laughs> I was going through withdrawals like crazy, you know. And, uh, but still, people got saved. People got healed. Uh, people got mainly f- and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, <sighs> present your bodies a living sacrifice. If I hadn't have done that, if I hadn't, at least that much of a living sacrifice, he could not have done that through me. He'd have to send you, okay, which is okay. But he's got places to send all of us. So that's the point. He's trying to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Okay. Just, I don't know why I saw it right there in the confessions. Therefore I say, the people at the prayer center, and especially me, we all understand every word that Pastor Dave teaches, And through his series, he is still teaching. He is too, by the way. I was listening to him today. I went, when did they put that in there? (laughs) You can only hear at a certain, wherever you are at the time, you hear it a few years later and you go, what? (laughs) Anyway, every need is met. No matter how large, no matter how small, there are no cases too hard. There are no cases too late. Whatever they come for to receive from Jesus, they get it, all of them, first time, every time, no exceptions. I declare every captive free. Free in spirit, free in soul, free in body. All are delivered. All are restored. Father, you are provider. Angels are dispatched to gather in all of the finances and everything that is required. Things we know about now, things we don't even know about yet, because you are the God who answers before we call. I speak against the strongholds of lack. And I declare an abundance. Abundance be in the name of Jesus. Therefore we say, there is no lack. We operate from abundance. We operate from surplus. We have all in abound with many baskets left over. We have such abundance. We can pay the way for many to come, many to go. We send them out on prosperous journeys for God with abundance in a manner fitting for servants of the Lord. Our financial granaries are full because our King has found stewards He can trust. And I'm one of them. Father, if you need anything, 
Come to my house first. Whatever you have need of. All I need to know is you have need of it. And it's yours. I've been bought with a price. My life is not my own. I am a first class servant. Lord, I lay all my possessions at your feet. And I say again, Lord, if you need anything I have, it's yours. I love you, Lord, with all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my mind, and all of my strength. The second commandment is like unto the first. I love my neighbor as myself. And I love my neighbor as you have loved me. I love my good neighbors. I love my bad neighbors. I love my mean neighbors. And I love my enemies. Jesus, you are my Savior. You are my Lord. Whatever you ask, that's what I do. I am your servant. I am your bond slave by my own free will choice. And I serve you, Lord, by serving these people that you love so much. I serve the good people. I serve the bad people. I serve the mean people. And I especially serve your enemies. Because you're trying to save them all. And you'd like to use me to do it. All that I have is yours. My time is yours. My body is yours. My family is yours. I own nothing. I am your bond slave. Use me as you will. You are provider for me. My family and all that I have. And I am available for your use. We lift up the blood-stained banner over this city. Written in the blood of Jesus on the banner are these words. Jesus is Lord over Tulsa. Jesus is Lord over Tulsa. And Tulsa is in revival. Tulsa is in revival. And where Jesus is Lord, the Father's will is done. Father, have your way. Not just thirtyfold, not just sixtyfold, but one hundredfold. Again, I say, lost, be saved. Empty, be filled. Captives, go free. Blind, see. Deaf, hear. Lame, walk. Maimed, be whole. Dead, rise again. In the name of Jesus. Father, thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory. Forever, your will be done in Tulsa. Just as it is in heaven. As in heaven, so in earth. As in heaven, so in Tulsa. 
Tulsa is saved. Tulsa is saved. Tulsa is saved. Now shout about it. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Tulsa is in revival because we have what we say. In the name of Jesus, we have what we say. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, extend your faith towards our possible box. (laughs) All things are possible. Father, we're not praying again for these. You heard us the first time. We're treating you like you're real. You said if we believe, we received, and we'll have it. Father, we shall see the manifested miracle, the manifested healing in every one of these cases in Jesus' name. We'll see it in the land of the living, Lord. And Father, we thank you for every prayer request that comes into this box. Lord, we're just adding our faith together with those, and we're thanking you for answering every single prayer that Jesus paid the price for them to have. And Father, if a stranger sent a prayer request here, doesn't matter if they're a believer or not. They're not in the family yet, Lord. They could be agnostic, atheistic, Buddhist, Hindu, or anything else. It doesn't matter. But if they, if they had enough faith to send a prayer request here, and if that request is in line with your will, Father, we ask like Solomon asked, answer the prayer of the stranger. Father, do it in such a unique and unusual way. They'll know it had to be you that answered that prayer. And then they can hear the gospel of your son and be saved. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for it. Father, we pray for every prayer cloth that goes forward from this place and also from every house that's affiliated, every ministry that's affiliated. You haven't changed at all. You're the same God today that you were in the book of Acts, and that's why we expect the same results. When those claws are laid on the sick, they will recover. When they're laid on those that have devils, those devils will come out. Alcoholics will be instantly delivered. Drug addicts will be instantly delivered. Where devils are involved through mental disease of any kind, those devils will be instantly dismissed in Jesus' name, and they'll be set in their right mind. You'll turn the hearts of the children to the parents and the parents to the children. You'll put marriages back together. Many other such things you do because you haven't changed at all, and you're the same God today that you were then. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Father, we lift up Rosalie and all of, all of the Roberson house. We lift up Tim and Leah Stemple and all of their house, Lord. All of the ministers, not only here at the prayer center, but all those around the world that have attached themselves to this vision and this ministry. Father, we do, and this includes the churches, the volunteers, the staff, the pets, the cars. Father, no, no weapon formed against them will prosper, but everything they set their hand to do will prosper. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And then, Father, last but not least, we're facing another week, Lord. The time bandit is really good at what he does. It's so easy for time to just slip away and another week be gone and another month be gone and another year be gone. Father, give us wisdom to be excellent stewards of the time you've given us. We're going to stand before you one day and give an accounting of how we stewarded this life that you gave us. Father, on that day, we want to have the same testimony as the Apostle Paul, that we fought the good fight, we kept the faith, and we finished the race that you set in front of us. Father, we're blessed to know here what that race is. It is revival. And Father, you will have your revival. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, Amen, Amen. 
We went to a meeting yesterday that uh, I greatly enjoyed, and uh, I don't want to mention any names, but many of the pastors in town were at the meeting. There was several hundred there, and uh, the meeting was not a healing meeting. It wasn't, it wasn't an evangelistic meeting. It was for another purpose. But as I was looking around the room, I mean, I'm sitting there with back problems. Uh, a friend of ours was sitting there with a deaf ear, uh, okay, another minister, um, as we were leaving, you know, the Lord just has a way. As we were leaving, uh, Angie drove, by the way, hallelujah. But as we're waiting for her to be able to pull up, there was a lady that came out that was just in terrible pain. You could tell she was real skinny, not healthy at all. See, and it's, even though that meeting was not called for a healing, with that many pastors, that many anointed men and women of God, all I know is this. There's a hurting on the inside of me. We've got to keep praying the mysteries. I cannot believe that Jesus would let that woman leave. Hurting the way she was. I just don't believe it. It should be like if, there's, if, if his presence is there. It's like Peter with the shadow. It wasn't the shadow. It was the presence. We just got to keep praying. And I thank God for anything anybody is doing. I thank God for, the, you know, evangelists need to evangelize. And, you know, so they need to do what they do. But that doesn't dismiss us from the assignment we've been given, which is to go into where it's first time, every time, no exceptions. All of them receive what they come for. I know that lady came with the hope to be healed. And she would have been. She would have been had Jesus himself been there. It just... And I know the meeting was, I'm not criticizing at all. It's just for me, we cannot stop praying the mysteries. I don't care how discouraging it is. I don't care how little the group gets. I don't care if we're out in the parking lot preaching to each other. I don't care. We cannot stop until we have revival. And I'm stopping now in Jesus' name. <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> I'm closing it. <laughs>